So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. It is the end of the year, folks. Uh, we are, well, depending when you listen to this recording, you're at the very beginning of next year or the very end of 2022. And one of the things we always do around this time of year is figure out, well, what are we going to do next year? This is a time where people get resolutions. This is a time where people make commitments, set goals, start planning. But actually, in actuality, very rarely does that actual initial goal get followed up on um, there's a lot of change in the real estate industry right now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating the next quarter to literally talking about what the hell you should be doing now or what you, can you be doing? Because uh, we've been spoiled the last five to, well, let's be honest, 10 years. Uh, we've had the longest running market ever of just nothing but list, sell, list, sell. It's been pretty damn easy, guys. Well, things are about to get rough if they haven't been rough already. And um, one of the things you're going to need to do is sharpen your skill sets. So uh, one of the things we want to focus on today is why you should go and attend. Um, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your city. Get out of your state. Get out of people you see every day because realistically, you need to surround yourself around people that know how to navigate this market. And I highly doubt it's someone even within your own office. You need to get outside of your office and start thinking outside the box. So who we have here today is um, he's all over social media. His name's Mr. Scott Hack. He's the creator in the uh, he's a guy who built the Real Estate Distilled Conference, which is a really cool conference um, in the Midwest that happens each and every year. I spoke at it a few years ago, I think right prior to COVID. Um, but we're going to talk about events and why you need to go to them and why you should. Um, I'm a big fan of this. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Scott Hack. Scott, how are you today? Very good, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity to share with your audience and, and talk about one of my passions and events and, and how you can... Uh, make it a part of your business and, and actually, you know, implement things and make them beneficial to you. So I really appreciate the opportunity. You have, you started doing this event because you were just like an event junkie, right? Uh, I mean, part of it, there wasn't a conference that I really felt like that was a fit for, for me as an independent broker in the areas that I wanted to be in. And, you know, it's events are either put together by a coaching company or a software company um, as are, you know, the bigs, maybe you got a recruiting company. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, it's, there's, there's hard, it's hard to find one that's put together that doesn't necessarily have something that is, it's like a loss leader for, right. So you're coming there, so you're going to learn. And yes, there is definitely beneficial to go to ones where other people are using the same systems as you, you can find people that are they're doing the same workflows as you. Uh, but also just having something, like you said, outside the box, people operating their businesses differently is really what I was trying to accomplish and put together a network of people that I could turn to on a random Tuesday with a question. When, uh, back in 2006, spot seven, right when the market started to turn, I was in this situation. Uh, we we're in Chicago and then these things, uh, short sales started to come across my desk because I used to rent an office next door to, uh, an attorney and the attorney was too damn lazy to negotiate the short sales. So he gave them to me 
And when you get your first short sale file, you're like, what the hell are you going to do? Yeah. At that time in Chicago, in the Midwest is always a, a year behind the, the coast, right? And it starts in California, then it just comes over, goes from west to east, guys. And this is what I, I think you're going to see in this market. But at that time, no one knew in, in Chicago knew what the fuck a short sale was. However, back in California at that time, they were transacting, they were coming big, you know. And I started going to these conferences. And I remember being the guy in the back of the room at the conference. And I remember uh, Jeff Watson was one of the speakers at him. I saw the short sale kid at one of the speakers at him. And I sat there in the back of that conference. I said, I'm going to be fucking leading this conference one day. I'm going to be speaking at this conference. I'm going to have my own conference. I'm going to get 300 people to come to it. Not only did I end up uh, learning uh, techniques, but it was because I was willing to step outside the box that we became the largest short sale team in the country at that time. 25 to 35 closed a month. We were negotiating all over the country and we had several different streams of income lined up. It was actually the best years of my career before I crashed again. And it was only because I was willing to step outside the box. When I go to a conference, my goal is to go ahead and soak up um, the uh, information that I get. But what realistically happens is other opportunities. I'm living in San Diego right now as a result of a $15,000 mastermind I signed up for in 2013. And the person I'm partners with now happens to live in San Diego. And that's why I live here today. All started from a conference. So I'm telling you guys, I'm living, speaking proof of why you need to go out and go to these conferences. Two of the biggest stories of life-changing stories in my life have actually come as a result of them. Um, Scott, what's your experience? Yeah, 100%. So the uh, people who are putting together conferences, you know, I work really hard to get speakers like yourself to come and share their stories and put together actionable tips that attendees can can put into their business. But you have to remember for every person that's on the stage, there's another 15, 20, 30 people in the audience that also have information that they can, they can share with you and they can impart on you and um, you can put into your business. And the conversations that are happening between the speakers that are taking place at happy hour and at dinners and lunches, those are just as valuable. It's what's happening on the stage. So yes, definitely going into it with an open mind and not having any preconceived notions of, what you're going to do or what you're going to learn, just being willing to take it all in and then figuring that out as you're going through the process. But how do you answer the question? Hey, Scott, things are getting tight right now. I haven't sold a house. The market's turning. Sales are down 40%. If I go to a conference, that's going to cost me by today's calculation, $450 for the ticket, uh, six to $800 for the room. And then all the drinks, which depending on how big of an alcoholic you are, uh, might be a big budget. <laughs> so how do you answer that question to them? I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead, go for it. Yeah. I think, I think one of the easiest things right now is, um, keep in mind that every single person that's in the audience is a potential referral partner. Um, so that's just number one, right off the bat, like picking up a transaction from someone else that's there. Um, it's one of the reasons why I started real estate to still is to build a referral network as an independent broker. I typically am pulling in five to six referrals into my little Louisville, Kentucky market, where there's not a ton of people transferring in. Um, so, you know, if you're in a, in a better city or there's not as much competition on social media for those referrals, you're going to do better than that. Um, and your, your break evens, basically, you know, one good transaction um, and putting money in your pocket. So even if you pick up one referral, you know, over the next two years, you're, you're back at break even on, on an event like this, not to mention all the other tips and, you know, things that you might put into your business that's going to make it even, you know, bigger and better. I, um, this morning, um, so I'm, I'm going to, you're like talking me into it during this podcast, but so I'm, I'm debating joining this $30,000 a year uh, mastermind slash coaching program. 
Uh, for our software companies, I want to sharpen my skills for Sweet Assist. If you haven't heard about yeah. Sweet Assist, you should go get Sweet Assist. Or if you haven't heard about Referral Suite, you should go get Referral Suite. Um, but I want to grow my software company, and I'm looking at the cost. It's $2,500 um, a month, right? So I text a friend of mine, Trevor Mock, the owner of Carrot. And Carrot, and he, he texts me back this morning. He goes, dude, I go, should I join this thing? Should I go to this mastermind, right? Text me back. He goes, yeah, uh, tons of great resources. I one little tweak can easily add thirty thousand dollars. The bottom line, and he's and he he basically just he goes, and they go on to say like, and you hear these stories all the time, guys. It's that one little thing you get. The goal of these conferences, like, you're not going to retain everything you're going to grab, but if you retain that one or two things, um, it's not only going to pencil, it's going to provide a positive return on investment. So you got to look at this as an investment in your skill. Your broker, unless you work for Scott Hack is not going to give you business, okay? They're not going to lead you in the way most times, all right? Let's be honest. Right. So you you're an independent. You're an entrepreneur, dude. Grow up, big boy pants. This is the time to do it. Put on your big boy pants or big girl pants, whatever you want to be, um, and whatever you are, I mean. Uh, and you got to invest in yourself. This is the absolute best time to do it. It, it also, like, it's good to know both sides it's good to know what you want to do and it's also great to know what you want no interest you know no part of um i've had people that have been telling me you know about uh you know flipping flipping profit properties or being you know accidental landlords um, you know buy hold um burr like investing for me right like two years ago wasn't something i had any interest in i was definitely focused on home life we were putting together some personal goals i'm starting to get a little bit more interested so i can open my ears to those type of things but at the time, I knew it wasn't something I wanted any part of. Um, so I think you have to go into it knowing what you're you're interested in doing, what you want no part of. It's just like when you're taking a client to a house, you walk them through, you learn things when the house isn't a fit just as much when you walk through a house that is a fit. And you know, getting exposed to all those different things as quickly as possible and quote failing forward with an idea, like it's it's easy to pick up an idea and say, okay, I don't want to put any more time into that idea right now. Yep. Like someone's already shown me why this won't be a fit for my business. I think so. the, when you look at it from, um, I don't know, from an investment aspect, like it's, it, it's sad that we don't view ourselves because we're such in a, um, we don't view our mindset, our skill sets as an asset many times. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm not sitting sure. here preaching to everybody, right? I, I do this all the time. I'm, I'm guilty as charged. But we, we really need to, like, the sharper your skill set gets, the more valuable it becomes. But instant gratification is a bad, nasty drug, especially in this business. Like, we buy leads for leads we don't even follow up on yeah. um, just because it feels good. Like, that has got to change. Like, you know, and, and just the – you are the brand, and the more and more this turns into an individual agent business and an individual, like, what you do is, you know, the, the – with technology, the less your your brokerage and a lot of the team, it's going to be your skill set that ultimately makes a difference. And people hire you, not the brokerage anymore. I mean, that's to the tune of ninety eight percent. So, um, invest in yourself, folks. Yeah, and prioritize yourself. I mean, I was talking with an agent the other day, and they were they were telling me, and they're here locally, so they have no excuse not to make it. And I was like, she's like, I wish I could do those type of things. And I'm like, well, what's keeping you from doing it? And she's like, well, I'm actually busy doing, you know, showings and I have a staging company and I'm thinking to myself, so you, you just told me that it's not a priority. You, you, if it was important, you'd prioritize it. You know, obviously you can tell um, I'm a little bit overweight. Going to the gym is not a priority to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> if, it, if it was a priority to me, I'd be there. Um, 
And I think that you have to make the decision to invest in yourself, prioritize, you know, being a learner. I, um, my ML or my board of realtors always has this thing on the board and it's like those who learn more, earn more. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's true. Like I always teach my agents. One of the very first things I teach them is like, as soon as I can get you to confidently tell someone, you don't know the answer to a question, the faster everything else is going to fall into place. You have to have that confidence to know that you can go find the resource and the answer to report back to them. And and that's really what we're trying to do is just spread, spread knowledge. So you can be um, more knowledgeable about a bunch of different things and be able to answer questions faster. Where do you, uh, you've been around a while. What do you think the uh, market is going to hit? Like what type of, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give my opinion in a second, but what, what do you think the market, like what type of knowledge would you be seeking right now? What type of strategies, like what are you planning on doing and what do you plan on learning this year? So actually three, three kind of things that I put into my, my plan, we're doing a little bit more of physical mailings. So we're trying to get back in the mailbox. I feel like digital has got some saturation going on. People are doing some ignoring just a Um, bit, really say it again, just a tiny bit. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely, if you can get eyeballs on things, great. And if the price point still makes sense, then, you know, have at it, but really there's a lot less competition in the mailbox. So we're, we're trying to dial in on some geographic farming, concentrate on a little bit closer to home and price points that we're trying to pick. So that's the first thing. Um, second thing is I feel like that, you know, buyers are going to re-engage in the market. There's a little bit of shock that happened when their buying power, you know, got cut, you know, by a third or almost a half by some of them, but people are still having babies. They're still getting married. They're still getting divorced. All those transactions are still taking place. And people are just going to have to readjust what their buying power looks like. And I think once that initial shock wears off and hopefully interest rates actually kind of settle closer to, I don't know, hopefully five, five and a half percent, that market I think will continue to move forward. And we might have a little bit of a lower transaction count, yep. um, just a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be a long-term personally. Yeah. The, uh, the stats came out. Uh, what was the market? It was like uh, the transactions were down. 37% November to 21 to 22, but the agent count was much greater yeah. uh, down like to the tune of 40% of the local agents already out of business. Um, and so like there is opportunity, but I, I think you hit on the head. I I'm focusing on um, learning a lot about seller motivation. Motivated sellers is where our prospecting efforts will be uh, into 2022. And I'm talking about motivated sellers. Scott just mentioned a couple really big tips, you guys. Um, you could buy data from anywhere. Okay. As long as you own the data, you could target people, but we're creating a, a, a multiple option solution because we know um, based it on upon data that the stress is coming and it's already here for many people. Um, and those sellers are going to have life changes. They're going to lose their job. Yeah. They're going to also get married. Okay. It's not all doom and gloom, but yeah, we're focusing all around life situations and doubling down on content. And also, you know, multi-generation housing. So I was reading something the other day when they were talking about, there's a lot of 35 year olds that are moving back at home. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and you've got parents. After you know, their, their $40,000 a year college education, right? That they can't afford to pay the monthly bill yeah, on. Student bill. And you've got parents, the boomers that are starting to, you know, they're wanting to age in place, but not all of them can. So, you know, some of them are moving in with their kids and, um, you know, that's starting to take place some. So you've got both ends of that spectrum. So people might need different types of housing to accommodate the, what the family dynamic looks like. Yep. So, you know, those are opportunities. I don't know. Um, 
it's not as popular here. And you were talking about how things kind of start on the coast and then work their way into the Midwest and the, um, you know, the accessory dwelling units, you know, we're, we're starting to, you guys seeing them? Hear, well, we're starting to hear some zoning rumblings about it. People they're trying to work on getting the market ready to, you know, some sort of things like that to take place. Uh, it's not a big thing here yet, but I, I see it starting to take shape. So it's starting, I mean, it's bigger out there already, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it, they pass a lottery, basically build anything. There's not even like rules, I guess. Um, I don't know the, the zoning laws out here like it did in Chicago, but yeah, it's huge. Um, everything is related living here. It's just so expensive. It's an affordability issue out here, not a housing issue, strictly affordability. So yeah, that, I mean, and that's, see guys, what we're talking about here though, are, are just trends and the riches are in the niches. If you just realize everything we just talked about, those were all niches. Okay. In, in a recession, I can promise you the riches are in the niches. They are always, but more so in a recession. And when you go and you focus on that one thing that you own, um, you'll actually, I believe, do way more business. I've done it before. Um, I've seen it in several markets. I've seen it with several people. Um, the riches are in the niches. It's the generalist who's going to get their ass kicked this season. Um, you can't just be a real estate agent. It's a lot different to be a problem solver for people who have house problems. I can't just be a real estate agent. I could be an estate specialist and help you liquidate your property. And part of that comes from the consistent messaging. Because when you're a generalist, you don't have enough opportunities to be in front of people often enough to build the brand and deliver a message that's consistent. So when there's an opportunity for a transaction, they think of you and not one of the other agents that you're competing with for their eyeballs. 100% agreed. And look, all of this stuff that requires you guys, again, it's the point of, um, we're just giving you guys talking points, you know, at the end of the day, this requires you to go out and get it. The information's out there. Um, people are doing it and like, why are you trying to recreate the wheel? We do like so many videos with people all the time. And like, I would guess 25 to 35% of people try to recreate the wheel. And I'm like, dude, we've done three to 4,000 videos scripted and edited and distributed over the last 18 to 24 months, 3000 videos. So I've done the most videos in the United States in real estate off of anybody. I could tell you what works and what doesn't don't recreate the wheel. Just fucking follow the plan. Right. And we'll lay out the plan. And you won't follow the damn plan, okay? The biggest lesson I've learned ever, 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 ever was just don't recreate the wheel, make it your own. And I learned that at an event. And it's so damn true because I used to want to recreate the wheel because of my ego was so big that if I didn't own the idea, I didn't want it. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, you, you were talking about, you know, someone at an event. Um, it's awesome. Uh, made so many friendships and so many mentors. Um, that have helped me across the country. And it's a random Tuesday. I have an idea and I shoot off an email and get a response back that says, stop being an idiot. Either like, don't do that or, or do that. What are you waiting for? Um, so it's it's awesome when you're able to generate you know, those friendships and people who've been there, done that, seen it already. You know, that, like you said, there's no reason to recreate the wheel. Most of the people that um, have, you have a resource that's someone that, that's done it that you can lean on. And yeah. people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And I think it's the same thing like mentors. People will, if they like you, they're willing to open up and share their experiences with you and make you a better agent. So do you think guys like Tony Robbins and all these people that we all aspire to be like and, and whatnot are, are like, don't give back? 
they're where they are because they do. Like if you, you just be amazed, just talk to them and be like, Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, oh, blah, blah, blah. That little conversation is that one thing you sometimes get. Um, folks, don't hold back. This is the season to uh, invest in yourself. Like transactions will be slow, but it's going to be how you react to the market. That's going to make the difference between you and them. I'm going to promise you something. I can promise you that 85, 90% of the market's not going to react right now, but that alone is your opportunity. You have to get uh, Jesse. We saw Jesse Itzler in a mastermind once and he said, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And if you're not in the most uncomfortable situation, you're not growing always. And I, that always sticks with me. So I want to be the dumbest person in the room. I want to be the most uncomfortable person in the room because when I am, I am never stop growing because the biggest enemy of an entrepreneur is complacency. Scott, why don't you tell them a little bit about your event you got coming up? Yeah. So uh, real estate distilled happening for the fifth time um, coming up at the end of February, February 28th and March 1st and 2nd. So we're going to be meeting in Louisville, Kentucky, the home of bourbon conference is called real estate distilled. We have a spirits theme. We invite people to be thirsty for knowledge and show up. Um, we've got a, what we consider a winning recipe for the conference. One part industry experts, two parts networking, Stirred over three days, a little bourbon tourism, and served up with Southern hospitality. So, uh, yes, it's a cool. Uh, it's a cool city, man. Actually, I, when I spoke there, if I'm not mistaken, uh, COVID happened the next day. I remember being in the airport and we left Louisville, and I, I saw someone wearing a mask, and I was like, "What the hell's going on? Why is that girl wearing a mask?" I'm like, "Whoa, there's another one. Oh, hey, there's another one." And I remember talking to this girl next to me, being like, "Is this like?" Something's going to happen here, and boom, next thing you know, the NCAA tournament was shut down, and we all know what happened from there on. Um, yeah, but yes, it was but, wild. Absolutely. Uh, but enjoy. Um, you guys, if you guys aren't going to check out Real Estate Distilled, check out all the conferences. Just it, the stuff you learn there, it's it's not just the education. It's the people that you meet and um, you have drinks with, that you go out with that night, and you have dinner with. Like Those connections are priceless. I'm telling you, I'm living that. Uh, half the people I do business with today, I actually, I'd say 75 to 80% of them is a result of people I met at conferences or masterminds. It's the only reason I got the hell out of Chicago. Thank the Lord uh, for that. Scott, we appreciate you, dude. Um, appreciate you uh, sharing your insight and whatnot. Any closing thoughts you want to go ahead? No, and say? I, just, I really appreciate you letting me come on and share. Um, you know, these, I think like you said, whatever event you're going to doing events is important. Getting outside of your comfort zone is important. Meeting new people is important. You know, learn, don't stop learning. Stop yep. learning, you stop growing, you stop, you know, putting effort into your business. And um, I think that there's there's a million different ways that you can do the business. And I think that finding something that you're passionate about um, is it's what's important. So go out there, learn something, find something you're passionate about. Love it. All right, folks, balls in your court. Get your ass out there. Do something different. Start getting very uncomfortable. Start getting com comfortable being uncomfortable. As Mr. Jesse Itzler would say, appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you have any additional questions, let us help you with your content strategy or let us at least help you generate more referrals. We have a software that helps you script that. Well, we could give you all of our scripts and so we get video email, direct mail and stay in front of your database on social media. No more thinking about what to say or do on social or email or direct mail. It's all done for you. All you got to do, like I said before, is follow the damn system. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site 
download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.